Welcome to Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales, a podcast recounting the solo tabletop role-playing adventures played by me, the host of Roleplay Rescue, Che Webster. Because this is a personal solo game, I'm going to be using a variety of tools and methods to create a game that I enjoy. In other words, while I am sharing the game in the hope of inspiring others to try solo play, I'm also very much playing the game for my own enjoyment. The core of this game is being played with basic role-playing by the Chaosium and also with the Mythic GM emulator deck. There are adult themes and some pretty gory moments of combat, so listener discretion is advised. This is not a podcast for sharing with people with sensitive ears around to overhear you. All that said, I hope you'll enjoy the story that emerges and stick around to find out what happens next. This is Roleplay Rescue Solo Tales, Season 1, Episode 3. Skeletons. Last time on Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales. Aelin, Beric and Caleb have been asked by the old Willow Marsham to return to Crag's Ruin and confirm it was indeed the lair of the rogue bear they encountered and killed. While the two huntsmen received their rewards, Aelin was invited to become the student of the widow and took part in a spiritual challenge to gain knowledge of healing magic. Having bested the healing spirit, Aelin now has access to the heal spell and can channel healing power into others. The trio have set out from Burford to arrive at Crag's Ruin. As they approach the old round tower on the hill, Beric warns his friends to tread carefully. Caleb moves forward spear in hand to explore the dark archway in the tower. Caleb reached the archway and peered into the gloomy interior. Before his eyes even adjusted, there was a whooshing sound as a spear was thrust towards him from the dark. Entering combat. Party status, Aelin, 13 hit points. Beric, 12 hit points. Caleb, 15 hit points. Round 1. The skeletons will all move to engage Caleb in the archway and defend with their shields. We'll rule that two can fight abreast with one behind stabbing with its spear overhead. I'll say that only one is standing sentry at this point close enough to attack. The skeleton attacks Caleb with its spear with his usual 60% doubled for surprise and hits. Caleb cannot parry or dodge while surprised. The skeleton's spear slices into his ringmail for 8 damage. But Caleb's armour scores 2, reducing the damage to 6. Ouch. Caleb cries out with the pain as the spear lances into his side. Round 2. Caleb is down to 9 hit points, the other two are unharmed. 
intentions. Caleb will attempt to parry with his shield and defend himself from whatever is attacking. Beric will shoot at any clear target with his bow. Aelin will throw his javelin. The skeletons will all stab at Caleb and parry against his thrusts. The skeleton nearest Caleb stabs out again, the blood-tipped spear lancing at his face. Caleb tries to parry with his small shield. The spear is caught on his shield and deflected upwards towards the stone archway. Beric looses his arrow at the now visible skeleton and misses. It skitters off the stone of the tower, too high. The second skeleton stabs at Caleb with its spear and Caleb tries to parry with his own haft. The skeleton's blow is wide and high, missing by a mile. Caleb has used all his focus to defend himself, so he cannot counter-attack. Aelin throws his javelin at the lead skeleton and is on target. The skeleton's shield takes the strike and bats the weapon off to the side. The last skeleton strikes at Caleb, who can only try to dodge. But thankfully, the skeleton's stab over its compatriot's head is wild. Things are not looking too promising for the heroes. Round 3 Aelin, 13 hit points. Beric, 12 hit points. Caleb, 9 hit points. Intentions Aelin will unsling his shield and grab up his short spear, moving to engage the skeletons alongside his friends. Beric will ready his club and charge into the archway. Caleb will drop his spear and draw his axe, which will cost him five points of his dexterity rank. The skeletons will press their attack in the archway, defending with their shields. The skeleton stabs at Caleb, and the big man tries to parry with his shield. And Caleb gets a special success. The blow is so jarring that the skeleton's weapon takes a point of damage. Beric storms forward and arrives on scene. Having run more than half his movement allowance, he stands beside Caleb in the arch. The skeleton to Caleb's right is now faced by two attackers, but is committed to stabbing at Caleb, so he strikes. Caleb's dodge is ineffective and the blade slices into his armour for four damage. Thankfully, the ringmail takes the full force of the spear cut and Caleb is unharmed. Aelin steps into battle standing behind his two friends with spear in hand and stabs over their shoulders at the nearest skeleton. To the left! This skeleton has a shield up and parries masterfully, scoring a critical parry. The force of the blow causes Aelin's spear two points of damage. The skeleton behind stabs at Caleb but misses. Finally, Caleb now armed with his axe, swings the blade at the left-hand skeleton, but misses. He's really not very well trained with that battle axe. Round 4. Party status is unchanged. Intentions. Aelin will thrust his spear at the right-hand skeleton. Beric will swing his club at the right-hand skeleton too. Caleb will try and strike at the left-hand skeleton with his axe, the skeletons will target one character each. The left-hand skeleton strikes at Caleb with its spear, while Caleb tries to parry with his shield. Both 
get special successes. So Caleb's shield is hit with double damage from the skeleton spear. 10 points isn't enough to get through the shield's 20 hit points, however. Beric swings the club at the right-hand skeleton right in front of him, scoring a special success. The skeleton tries to parry with the shield and partially succeeds. Beric's mace deals 4 damage to the skeleton, while the creature's shield also takes 2 points of damage. This is enough to cause a major wound, so the skeleton is shattered and explodes in a rain of bone. Hurrah! With that skeleton down, Caleb swings his axe at the left-hand skeleton, but misses. Aelin's target is destroyed, so he switches his target to the left-hand skeleton, still standing, but he misses. The rear skeleton stabs out at Beric and narrowly misses too. Round 5. Intentions. Beric will attack the skeleton in front of him. Caleb will try to disengage, given how injured he now is. Alien will press the attack and try to step into Caleb's position with his spear and shield. The skeletons are dauntless, so the one in the arch will attack Caleb, while the other one at the rear will step forward and stab at Beric. The skeleton in the arch stabs at Caleb and strikes, despite Caleb's attempt to dodge. The blade does two damage. Caleb's armor protects for three, so no damage taken. Whew. Beric swings his club at the skeleton and scores a special. The skeleton tries to parry with its shield, but fails. Beric rolls double damage, scoring four points of damage. This is a major wound, so the skeleton shatters. Way to go, Beric. Caleb steps back out of the fight, disengaging. Aelin steps into the space he vacates and closes on the skeleton behind, stopping it from advancing. He strikes with his spear, but misses. The skeleton strikes back at Aelin with its spear, and Aelin tries to parry with his shield, but fails. The skeleton scores 9 points of damage, and Aelin's soft leather protects for 0. Aelin is struck for a major wound. He can only fight on for another 4 rounds and we must roll on the major wound table. Plus, Aelin must make a luck roll. Major wound rolls D100. 10. Severed leg tendons. The luck roll, needing 70 or less. 39 is a success. This means the wounds will heal cleanly, so no characteristic loss is incurred. The spear blade strikes low to Aelin's leg and severs the tendons, causing him to yell out in pain and stumble. He's still able to fight, but not for much longer. Round 6. Aelin has 4 hit points, Beric 12, Caleb 9, just one skeleton remaining. Intentions. Beric will step forward and attack the skeleton with his club. Aelin will seek to parry and defend himself against that skeleton. Caleb will withdraw for a few meters and watch out for danger, effectively leaving the fight. The skeleton, of course, will press the attack against Aelin. Beric goes first, swinging her mighty club and scores a critical hit. The skeleton tries to parry with its shield, but fails. Beric rolls double damage to score 10 points and utterly shatters the skeleton's bones, leaving it crumbled on the floor before him. The battle is over. That was terrifying. Beric fell, panting, 
to his knees as the club smashed the skeleton to powder. Behind him, Aelin dropped to the floor in agony, and outside, Caleb could be heard swearing. It had been too close a thing. After a few minutes of rest, the trio began to regain their wits, and Beric was the first to look around. There was a large enclosed space, and the roof was more or less intact, forming a chamber within the circular stone walls of the tower. It was perhaps 20 yards across with rotted wooden timbers supporting what looked like a plastered ceiling. Along the wall, rising in a semicircle toward the ceiling, was a stone staircase leading to a rectangular hole in the floor, presumably up to the next level of the tower. Aelin decided to lay his hands upon the tendons of his leg and call upon the healing spirit. He took out the wooden amulet and began to chant the words. Warm light bathed his leg and his wound began to heal, albeit less than was needed. Outside, Caleb drank the flask of potion and felt the viscous liquid restore his health. His wound all but healed over the course of a few minutes and he felt the pain recede. Although the battle was a victory, things have not gone well for the characters. I decide to increase the chaos factor by one to six. It's time to consider experience, which the Arbiter can call for at any time. As the group is at a point of rest, I want to reward them for their bravery, so I decide to test for experience now. Aelin has had the most successes, having checks for his javelin and spear skills. He must test each, and if he fails, then he will get to add some extra percentiles from learning. He rolls for javelin and gains 2%. He rolls for spear and gains 3%. Barrett gets to test his club skill and gains 4%. Caleb can test his small shield, but as it's an occupation skill, he can just roll for improvement and scores 7%. Nice. One of the best things about playing solo is that you can adapt your game rules to suit your own tastes. While playing with Magic World has been great, there are a couple of changes that I want to make. The great thing about BRP is that you can use the Gold Book, which provides you with lots and lots of options, or even if you've got to right now, the new 2023 edition of Basic Roleplaying also provides you with dozens of options. As I mentioned in episode 2, I'm going to drop variable armor because I don't much like the extra die roll each time someone gets hit. I'll replace it with the standard fixed armor values from BRP. That means Aelin's soft leather is 1 AP and Caleb's ringmail is 5 AP, 6 AP with the light helm on. I'm also going to introduce an experience roll for repeatedly failing to hit with a weapon in combat. Three rounds in a row of misses will net character an experience check with that weapon. I think that swinging that axe around should give Caleb some small benefit. In this case, the experience roll gave him plus 1%. Finally, I'm going to allow Aelin a physic check to further heal his leg. He has a 37% chance rolling. 23 to heal. 1d3. Ah, that's one hit point. Midday. Party status, Aelin, 7 out of 13 hit points. Beric, 12 out of 12 hit points. Caleb, 14 out of 15 hit points. They had rested for perhaps an hour, 
Aelin tending to his wound and the others resting in the shelter of the tower's ground floor. They were in a large enclosed space and the roof was more or less intact, forming a chamber within the circular stone walls. It was perhaps 20 metres across with rotten wooden timbers supporting what looked like a plastered ceiling. Along the wall, rising in a semicircle towards the ceiling, was a stone staircase leading to a rectangular hole in the floor, presumably up to the next level of the tower. I reckon it's time we search the rest of this tower, said Beric. Agreed, said Aelin, although the presence of those unnatural walkers might mean this place is being guarded by some dark power. We need to be careful, said Caleb. They sat for a few more moments and then Aelin got up, walked over to grab his javelin from where it had fallen just outside the door and said, shall we try those stairs? A couple of things to resolve before we continue. Firstly, does anyone notice the trapdoor in the floor? I think this is very unlikely because it's covered in debris, but we'll ask the cards. Drawing two cards, and both must be a yes. It's an exceptional no. Next, the expected scene is exploring the next floor of the tower, but we need to draw for the scene set up. Oh, there's an interrupt scene. Drawing action and subject to find out what happens. Betray magic? Hmm, I think I know what that might be. Finally, I'm going to roll to find out what is up there using my location crafter sheet. Rolling 3d6. Three separate d6. Okay then, the rolls were passage, none, bronze coins. They decided Caleb would go first, followed by Aelin and then Beric at the back. Caleb has his spear and shield up and on guard. Aelin was touting his javelin and half-shield. Beric held the club and medium shield he had recovered from one of the skeletons. They stepped slowly and carefully up the stone stairs, rising towards the hole in the ceiling. Caleb was keeping his eyes peeled, but didn't notice the tiny glyph painted onto the stone step right near the top. As he stepped on it, A wave of fear rose up and threatened to overwhelm him. Thank you for listening to Roleplay Rescue's Solo Tales. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thanks to the Roleplay Rescue patrons who support the show through patreon.com slash rpgrescue. Thanks also to TJ Drennan for the Roleplay Rescue theme music and to Tabletop Audio for all of the sound effects and music in the background. And that's about it for another episode. I really don't know when I'll get round to recording another one, but, you know, it's a hit-and-miss kind of thing, this. I'm pretty sure I'll get to the next one sooner or later. And until then, well, I hope you join me next time. Game on.